Hey, listeners, and thanks for listening in on another Building on Q 10 on the 10th tech podcast, where we explore a range of artificial intelligence, machine learning, and data science topics in 10-minute episodes each 10th of the month. Today, we are speaking with Jason Cox, Building IQ's Director of DevOps. He's responsible for the architecture, deployment software, and internet appliances that support Building IQ's technology-enabled services. Jason, let's start the conversation at the highest level and tell our listeners what Building IQ's philosophy is when it comes to security. For us, what it means is how we can best protect uh, the building and not um, introduce any new ways for uh, nefarious actors to gain access and do bad things within the building. Essentially, keep the building network safe. Uh, we we do this by a few means. Our, our biggest is that our appliance that we're placing into building networks has no um, request that it sends out for a connection. So it, it never makes a call to our back end um, in an unsolicited fashion to connect, um, thus removing the ability for someone in the middle, a man in the middle attack to happen where they could hijack it, um, essentially hijacking our service. Uh, what we do have is a secure encrypted channel that we used for communication between our back end cloud service and the appliance. Uh, that encrypted channel also allows us to control and update the appliance, which brings us to the next part of security. Security uh, by ways of maintaining software. Um, in the building industry, there's a fairly long running stance that uh, BMS servers especially uh, placed onto a version of Windows that was current at the time, typically, and that version never changes for the entire life of the BMS system. So this leads to end-of-life software running the building. Uh, these end-of-life software have flaws in them because they're also not patched because they're considered to be within the building. Wow, interesting point about end-of-life software in the BMS. Um, but before we get too far along, can we step back and talk a little bit about the appliance you mentioned called Site Agent, that is the intelligent gateway connecting building assets to the Building IQ cloud? Can you give us an intro and overview of Site Agent, please? The appliance we put into a building is a small edge appliance. Uh, it's running a Linux OS that's kept up to date. We ensure that it, it has all the current security patches applied to it. Uh, other things that we are doing with this appliance is that we have every port that is not needed firewalled off so as there is no access. We also run our software inside uh, what's called Docker. Uh, Docker gives us the ability to make it so as if something does happen or go wrong, we can very quickly and easily recover. Uh, this is all controlled also out of um, our central cloud servers so that we can apply any update that is required as and when needed. So where exactly does the appliance sit then and how is it connected? Yes, it's so the appliance is in the building. Uh, it's connected to the BMS network directly, so as you can see, all the devices that we need to query. 
Uh, and as for the web connection, it's done usually one of two ways, uh, depending on the building. Uh, some buildings allow us to have the BMS network have access to the internet, whereas other buildings actually run it as a segregated network, in which case we have a second network adapter that we can then place onto the internet-facing side of their networks and talk to our cloud in that means. Thanks for that overview, Jason. Let's get into some specifics around what questions or concerns do building customers have when it comes to smart building security? When it comes to clients and security, um, the questions that we get asked are more around, um, like I said, placing a SAP instance into the system where you're going to be controlling a whole heap of personally identifiable information, whereas our system has none. We don't have any personally identifiable information in the system. So most of the security concerns around, well, all of the security concerns around that are not relevant to our system whatsoever. Our security is purely around transport level. And we're using high-grade encryption. We use EV certs where possible for connections. And we, we control the connection from the site agent. And it's controlled automatically and constantly from our cloud. So it sounds like personally identifiable information concerns are really a non-starter with the Building IQ system. How then does the site agent appliance reduce or eliminate any actual security risks? Our, our appliance is controlled from the cloud, all its software, all its configuration. And what we're using is actually configuration management. So if something was to go wrong on the appliance or someone got onto the appliance and installed some software, for example, our configuration management will, will actually pick that up and will remove it. This is a process that happens every five minutes. So the chances of anything happening on our appliance without knowledge is very slim. Right, and what is this designed to protect? Well, there's actually two, two different things. Um, the first one is we're trying to protect ourselves. So as if there is something within the network of the building, uh, some virus, for example, and it manages to get to our appliance, um, we're wanting to make sure, A, that it doesn't get back to our cloud servers, and B, that it can't replicate via our cloud servers to other buildings and thus propagate. The second one is that uh, in some situations, depending on, once again, how the customer's network is, that you can't get through and do um, use our appliance as a gateway into the BMS network because these days, a facility management network, which might be a better term than a BMS network, is more than just the HVAC system. These networks are containing things as per the HVAC system. It's also access controls, lift controls, all sorts of other uh, facility management networks. Obviously, we don't want to allow access back onto uh, the security control system, for example, which is also housed in the network. So we're, we're applying uh, security measures on our appliance 
to stop that breach from happening. You know, this conversation has me thinking about the dream of intelligent buildings and how it hinges on connected IoT devices, which are predicted to increase dramatically in the coming years. What do you feel, Jason, are the security implications of this trend? With the emergence now of IoT sensors going into buildings, you get added places for attacks to come in from. As most of these sensors are going to be talking back to a cloud system somewhere. So you need to you need to be diligent as to what does have access. And it's a it's a very big chunk of where we're going to be going with intelligent buildings is going to be just around security, what connects where and how. Well, this has been really insightful, Jason. In closing, what would your message be to a building manager who might be listening in terms of BMS security? For the BMS, the, the takeaway for a building manager is to not only be looking at your uh, physical hardware and how long it's going to last, seeing as most of these legacy systems are also on just as old computers, um, but plan in your upgrades. Make sure that they are being upgraded and security patches are being applied so that, just like us, they won't become the point that's being used as a breach into their security systems or their lifts or any other systems that they have on that network. Jason, we appreciate your time today walking us through relevant smart building security topics. To check out other Building IQ 10 on the 10th tech podcast episodes, or to learn more about Building IQ's technology-enabled services, visit buildingiq.com. Look forward to you joining us again next month on the 10th.